Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, February the 8th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land, not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11, and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord and shall not find it. Amos 8, 11 and 12 Even in the days of Joseph, there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures, and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Tetzavah, and it means, You shall command. Exodus 28, 31-43 You shall make the robe of the ephod of pure blue. The opening for the head shall be in the middle of it. The opening shall have a binding of woven work round about. It shall be like the opening of a coat of mail, so that it does not tear. On its hem make pomegranates of blue, purple, and red yarns, all around the hem with bells of gold between them all. A golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and a pomegranate, all around the hem of the robe. Aaron shall wear it while officiating, so that the sound of it is heard when he comes into the sanctuary before Hashem, and when he goes out, that he may not die. You shall make a frontlet of pure gold, and engrave on it the seal inscription, Holy to Hashem. Suspend it on a cord of blue, so that it may remain on the headdress. It shall remain on the front of the headdress. It shall be on Aaron's forehead, that Aaron may take away any sin arising from the holy things that the Israelites consecrate from any of their sacred donations. It shall be on his forehead at all times to 
win acceptance for them before Hashem. You shall make the fringed tunic of fine linen. You shall make the headdress of fine linen. You shall make the sash of embroidered work. And for Aaron's sons also. You shall make tunics and make sashes for them, and make turbans for them, for dignity and adornment. Put these on your brother Aaron, and on his sons as well. Anoint them, and ordain them, and consecrate them to serve me as Kohanim. You shall also make for them linen breeches to cover their nakedness. They shall extend from the hips to the thighs. They shall be worn by Aaron and his sons when they enter the tent of meeting, or when they approach the altar to officiate in the sanctuary, so that they do not incur punishment and die. It shall be a law for all time for him and for his offspring to come. Jeremiah 33, 25 and 26 Thus said Hashem, As surely as I have established my covenant with day and night, the laws of heaven and earth, so I will never reject the offspring of Jacob and my servant David. I will never fail to take them from his offspring rulers for his descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Indeed, I will restore their fortunes and take them back in love. Matthew 25, 31-26, When the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say to them on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When saw we a stranger and took you in, or naked and clothed you? When did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king shall answer and say to them, Verily I say unto you, And as much as you have done it unto one of the least, Of these of my brethren, you have done it to me. Then shall he say also to them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you? And then he answered them, saying, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not 
to me, and these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. And it shall came to pass, when Yeshua had finished all these sayings, he said to his disciples, You know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Then assembled together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people to the palace of the high priest who was called Caiaphas, and consulted that they might take Yeshua by subtlety and kill him. But they said, Not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar among the people. Now when Yeshua was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, there came to him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment, and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. But when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Yeshua understood it, he said to them, Why do you trouble this woman? For she has wrought a good work upon me. For you have the poor always with you, but me you have not always. For in that she has poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever the gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this, that this woman has done, be told for a memorial of her. Psalm 31, 9-18 Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye is consumed with grief, yes, my soul and my belly. For my life is spent with grief, and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity, and my bones are consumed. I was a reproach among all my enemies, but especially among my neighbors, and a fear to my acquaintance. They that did see me without fled from me. I am forgotten as a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. For I have heard the slander of many. Fear was on every side, while they took counsel together against me. They devised to take away my life. But I trusted in you, O Lord. I said, You are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies, and from them that persecute me. Make your face to shine upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. Let me not be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon you. Let the wicked be ashamed, and let them be silent in the grave. Let the lying lips be put to silence, which speak grievous things proudly and contemptuously against the righteous. Proverbs eight, twelve and 13 I wisdom dwell with prudence, and find out knowledge of witty inventions, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogance, and the evil way, and from the froward mouth, do I hate. I'd like to speak to you today from Jeremiah chapter 33. Those couple of verses are a couple of gems. And then we're going to jump into Matthew 25 and 26. Let's just read those verses once again from Jeremiah 33 and then... We'll unpack it. Jeremiah 33, verses 25 and 26. 
Thus said Hashem, As surely as I have established my covenant with day and night, the laws of heaven and earth, so I will never reject the offspring of Jacob and my servant David. I will never fail to take from his offspring rulers for the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Indeed, I will restore their fortunes and take them back in love. These are powerful words, and it is a powerful promise from the Lord that he will not reject his people. And which people is he talking about? He's talking about the offspring of Jacob. And the offspring of Jacob were the twelve sons, which became the twelve tribes. One of those tribes is Judah, and today that would be the Jewish people. Now, certainly, over the centuries, there's been tremendous anti-Semitism, persecution, and atrocities done against the Jewish people, many times in the name of Christ, done by our church forefathers. And this is something that we need to take responsibility for and repent from, because we have blood on our hands from our church forefathers. We have the pogroms, the crusades, the holocaust, all the expelling of the Jews from different nations, like from Spain and from Russia. And so there's a lot of work that has to be done in that regard. You can find out more about the work of repentance, the actions of repentance, and Um, taking responsibility for this um, at a website called 9, the number 9-av.com. And Christians from many streams from all over the world have gathered, in the first year anyway, in Jerusalem on the 9th of Av to repent for the sins of the forefathers. And the ongoing persecution and anti-Semitism that still goes on even today. And then in subsequent years, they have had virtual meetings online on the 9th of Av. But let's come back to this verse. I will never reject the offspring of Jacob and my servant David. The offspring of Jacob includes all 12 sons, all 12 tribes. One of those tribes is Judah, which is the Jewish people. But it also includes the other 11 tribes, the other 11 sons. It includes both northern kingdom and southern kingdom. The southern kingdom, Judah, are known as the Jewish people. And the northern kingdom, the 10 tribes of the north, are the non-Jewish part of the nation of Israel. And so that includes you and me, my friend. And God is promising I will restore their fortunes and take them back in love. Now, both northern kingdom and southern kingdom were ejected from the land. They went into exile. The southern kingdom went into exile for 70 years to Babylon in 586 B.C. when when Nebuchadnezzar stormed the temple. The northern kingdom went into exile to Assyria. And from there, they were assimilated. They forgot who they were, they forgot God's name, they forgot the Torah, 
and as they were assimilated, they were then scattered to all nations upon the earth. And they have never yet returned to the land of Israel. And yet God has made a covenant promise. I will restore their fortunes and take them back in love. It's a little bit like a divorce, where you're kicked out of God's house, and you're kicked to the curb, so to speak. But yet there's a time coming when this marriage will be restored. This covenant marriage between Yodhe and his people will be restored, and he will reunite Northern Kingdom and Southern Kingdom into one nation once again. I look forward to that day. Now let's jump into Matthew. And in chapter 25, we see a parable that Yeshua speaks of regarding the sheep and the goats. And he says, Those on my right hand come into the kingdom, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was a stranger, you took me in. Naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. And the righteous asked him, Well, when did we do these things? Yeshua answered, Whenever you did it for the least of these of my brethren, you did it to me. This, And then, of course, those on his left have the opposite. They are dismissed and sent to the fire, into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. We see here the importance of actions. It's not so much what we know, how much scripture we know, how much of the Bible we know. It's all about actions and living it out and putting it into practice. I would much rather know only two or three verses, such as, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Upon this, all of the law, all of the Torah, and the prophets hangs on this. And only know that, and do it. Then to know the entire Bible cover to cover, but fail to put any of it into practice. We're going to be judged, brothers and sisters, based on our actions, based upon how well we have implemented and executed the Word of God in our lives. I want to be known for how much I love the brethren, not with just words, but with actions. I don't want to be known for, oh, she knows a lot about the Word. She knows the Bible. Instead, I would much rather be known as, oh, she loves the brethren. She's a loving person. And this is how God judges us, by our actions. So may we make a new commitment, come back to the commitment of doing. 
It's not just head knowledge. It needs to travel down to our heart and down to our feet. And we need to put it into practice. And think also of the Good Samaritan. The Samaritans were hated and despised. The Jews wanted nothing to do with them. But then there was the man in the ditch who had been beat up and attacked by the robbers. The priest passed on by. Another person passed on by. And it was the Samaritan who stopped and helped him and took him back to town and put him up in a hotel and said, charge it to my account. That is what we need to be doing, helping each other, serving one another, loving each other with our actions. Have a blessed day. We'll see you tomorrow. Yevrekadonai The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.